She dug her nails in deeper, letting the pain course down her arms. Blood dripped onto her gown. She reached down and touched it, lifted her finger to her nose, inhaled the scent, then stuck out her tongue and tasted it. The next push to her feet, wobbled, caught her balance. She'd taken on human form before, but never like this, inhabiting a living being. It was very different, awkward, and yet interesting. She lifted her head and sniffed the air. Dawn was coming. Time to get to work. She carried the soup to the Marquise's father, bearing it before her like an offering, luxuriating in the heat that radiated through the bowl. It was so cold here, the stone walls leeching drafts at every turn. She commanded the staff to light more fires, but they'd only mumbled something vaguely obeisant, then shuffled off and done nothing. Such insolence, if she were their master. But this was only a temporary inhabitation, to test the spell. As she stepped into the room, she looked at the old man, seated with his back to her. Then she glanced down at the bowl of poisoned soup. The dose had better be right this time. Marie-Madeleine had tested it on her maid, Francoise, but the girl hadn't died, so her lover, Gordon Saint-Croix, had adjusted the dosage. But rather than try again on a fresh subject, they declared the mixture sufficient. Lazy, imperfect humans, and their lazy, imperfect half-measures, like the servants who didn't wish to venture outside the castle walls and chop more wood for the fire. What lesson she could teach them! Perhaps she would. As she crossed the floor, looking down at the bowl of soup, she realized with a jolt of surprise that the next move was hers. She could give the poison to Marie-Madeleine's father, or she could feed it to the lazy servants who had ignored her command. For once, she was the actor, not the spectator. For three hundred years, she'd had to sit by and hope humans used the resolve she gave them. Her reward was pain and suffering and chaos. But if they failed, she was left hungry, as helpless as a starving street urchin, begging for a crust of bread. That was what the humans had called the offspring of the Nixon. Urchins, as if they knew, and laughed at the power they wielded over these demi-demons. And yet, here she was, bearing in her hands the power of death, to deliver as she saw fit. She smiled. Perhaps she would stay a little longer than Marie-Madeleine intended. Hearing her footsteps, Marie-Madeleine's father turned. You didn't need to bring that yourself. She curtsied. It is a daughter's duty and privilege to serve her father. He beamed. And it is a father's joy to have such a dutiful daughter. You see now that I was right about Gordon Saint-Croix. You belong with your husband and with your father. She bowed her head. It was a passing fancy one that shames me all the more for the shame it brought on my family. We will speak no more of it, he said, patting her arm. Let us enjoy our holiday together. First, you should enjoy your soup, father, before it grows cold. For the next four days, Daubry suffered the agonies of a slow death, She stayed at his side, genuinely doing all she could for him, knowing it wouldn't save him, using the excuse to linger and drink in his suffering. 
At last he lay in her arms, a hair's breadth from death, and he used his last words to thank her for everything she'd done. It was my pleasure, she said, smiling as she closed his eyes. It took six years for the next to grow bored of Marie Madeleine and exhaust the possibilities of her silly little life. Time to move on, to find fresh opportunities, but not before she had wrung the last bit of merriment from this one. First, she'd killed St. Croix. Nothing personal in that. He'd been a fine lover and a useful partner, but she had no more need of him except to let him play his part in the last act of the drama. He'd died in his laboratory, an apparent victim of his own poison, his glass mask having slipped off at an inopportune moment. After anonymously alerting the police about St. Croix's death, she'd rushed to the...